0: You're listening to Boys Don't Cry with Russell Kane brought to you by Joe.
1: Hello This is Boys Don't Cry, podcast from joe.co.uk. I'm Russell Kane. If you don't like me, just pretend I'm Nick Grimshaw because I'm going (laughs) to muddle up with him about eight times a week. This is the podcast where I force men to talk about the things you wouldn't normally hear them talking about. Sometimes they wouldn't even talk about those things. I've got two amazing guests, and of course, I have a female lady auditor as well, (laughs) Olivia Wayne, joining me this week. Uh, My male guests are Ivo Graham, stand-up comedian, and Jolly and Rubenstein. Well, he's a comedian, TV performer. Guerrilla journalist a gorilla uh-huh. journalist. So, guys, how are you? You good? Yeah, good, yeah.
2: I'm very well, thank you, Russell. Are you, though? Or am I? Exactly. This is a yeah. podcast where the, we actually uh, mean that yeah. when we I ask
1: I
3: feel some... a bit judged being a gorilla journalist, as if it sort of like has to be sort of like a hyper-masculine animal
2: that is a journalist. I think it's, it's just because you're, because you're so hairy. Really? I See agree.
1: episode two <laughs> for
2: opinions hair. i judged. I feel quite judged, yeah. I don't quite judged man, now. I don't want to mansplain my own words back to you too early, but I meant a gorilla. Uh, G U E R R I A. I'm a dyslexic as, as well, you, so I find did that. Did you genuinely funny. think you meant
3: gorilla, yeah. as in? No, eight. I didn't. It was a jo- it was a joke, you know. But you
2: know, it was a compliment to your Avon garde style. Well, that's very kind. Yes, you, you, you hairy beast.
1: So you, I think I think you can see I think you can see Olivia. I've asked these two along. They are the antidote to what I have seen this week. At the point of speaking, it's just a few days since I had "It's coming home" shouted in my face <laughs> several times. Only one percent of the people singing that had their tops on. Mm. And fair enough, I just want to say. Yeah, but it was a honest, bloody good day. I'm not being
0: down on that. Come I'm on.
1: not being down on it, but what I'm saying is it's been a hyper masculine week. Tribes of men, massive male groups, everyone uh, drinking. There's women a viral liked it video. Too. There's yes. a viral. I didn't see any topless groups of women singing about <laughs> football. And Which would, would have been good. And I wouldn't have approved. Yeah. But. What is it about the hyper-masculinity of football that brings out this tribal behaviour in men? I'm not being down on the, the nation. There was even an incident of some men running around an Ikea and smashing it up. Which... I mean, that actually oh. was hilarious,
3: though. Yeah. Actually, I don't if know if they smashed it up, but the pictures of them running into Ikea <laughs> <laughs> celebrating or jumping on like £150, like, do-it-yourself fence. I mean, that's enough to warm anyone's heart,
2: isn't it? I the... will not be an apologist for that sort
1: of <laughs> band, <laughs> Does sport, Ivo, bring out a more manly side in you. I I, I would say that like me, you're you you do not initially exhibit the more more explicit signs of testosterone silverback manliness. That's a fair comment.
2: <laughs> no, Gosh, I don't harsh. think I'm um, I don't think I'm pumping with the stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but um but I do I, I love sport and I certainly find that when I watch it, I think it's it's connected to playing it as well. I think playing it is a it's a release of the pent-up aggression of the of the week. It's not necessarily that you're playing it in a particularly aggressive style but it's you Doing something quite sort of pure, and so watching other people do it, as well as the patriotic thing, I think there's quite an aspirational thing.
0: Could I just say, as a yes. sports, presenter, I,
2: sports presenter,
0: I do think the whole point of sport is that it's emotion, it's a story, it's about passion, it's about... We all come together. But it is tribal.
1: I just want to ask Jolly, and then we'll move on to what should have been officially topic one. What is it about football well. or, or group sport watching that gives men a permission to access a more primal masculinity? Roaring, mm. weeing against the wall, men cheering and filming. You've you got a Snapchat filter on your head, Dave, while you're having mm. a slash. <coughs> just imagine. Just imagine. What, what is the connection yeah. between men kicking a leathery ball around and a, a seemingly signed-off docket to behave like a bellend? You know, it's funny you
3: ask me that, Russell. Yeah, because I was actually reading a book recently by a guy called Will Store. It's a very good book. I'd recommend oh. it called Selfie. And one yes, of the I've things that he talks about—have you read, it? I've read well, it? It's really interesting because one of the main things that he has to self-obsessed narcissists, I think. I probably good for of both of us. I, I it, haven't yet. read it, John. So I, you don't I seem as self-obsessed and narcissistic as probably. Uh, I think both the, heart, I think so. I'm
1: the more self-obsessed anyway. <laughs>
3: But uh, there is a, there is a, a really fantastic and really fascinating, and, and I say this as well because I'm am so, really split on this because as a football fan, which I'll go into in a minute, I find this kind of stuff really really fascinating. But. We basically were tribal creatures. We lived in tribes of about 144. We basically used gossip to find out who was who. And we are pack creatures, really. It's very, very recently that we kind of, you know, the explosion in consciousness and actually identifying more as individuals. And we obviously have become narcissists, hooked into Twitter and Instagram and, oh, do I look good and all that stuff now. But ultimately, that kind of core tribalism, I think it
1: plays to something that we're really not very so in control of. Just it's just a- like a subconscious drive. Just to pray, in case my mum's listening. Yeah. You know, like when Victorians drilled a hole to let the tension out of the yeah, sky? what is that called again? The Trapanning. trepanning. I was trying not to use another confusing word, but it's trepanning. And so is it to ma- football to masculinity a sort of trepanning of all this suppressed male I think energy? So. That- I
3: think there's a, I think there's an awful lot of kind of the core male inability to express oneself emotionally and like use those kind of carnal instincts like being a brute, you know, or being a man and use them for something which is completely unrelated because when you think about it, it's it's, it's, it's 22 people, 11 of which are on your side, most of which are half your age. (laughs) Who yeah, yeah. <laughs> are just running around yeah. and you're even glorifying in their endeavor in a way that is completely like, there has to be a certain amount of cognitive dissonance between you and the reality to actually sort of get into that. But also, and I will say this, as someone who I'm, I make political satire, that's, that's actually what I generally say I do rather than a presenter or whatever. I'm a political satirist and I'm fascinated by the group mind. And actually, at this time where the country is so divided in so many ways, watching everyone running around, jumping on buses, see that one clapping. <laughs> In the bus
1: stop. Yeah. It's great, it's that of so, national unity. And as Olivia's saying, it's a story, isn't it? It's so we can get behind. So Ivo, it's interesting what we're saying I didn't I didn't expect to go as long with this topic, but it's unlocked something. Mm-hmm. Is that because I have a, there's more repression here? There's more men who don't talk to each other. There's a greater degree of repressed emotion in everyday British culture means that we're more outrageous when the symbolism of the 22 men kick in. Is, is there a link there or am I am I reaching?
2: I think as a country we've got a, a, <laughs> a, a tradition of drinking quite quite a lot and I think we've got a very big football culture and so the two... Whereas for other countries, you know, the World Cup every four years is a much more of a sort of single event. Most English men or a huge Number of them have a football team they go and support every week, and so that's connected with their weekly mood. And True. so there, there's a lot more opportunities for them to be turning something quite arbitrary, like following a sport, into their mood and then the way they behave and the way they celebrate. I do
3: think it's very different, though. I think England games have a completely different quality. I think yeah, this idea of, of a sort of national mood of sort of heightened joy, and we're so used to being cynical, and also, don't you reckon as well, either? You know, the British stiff upper lip. Mm-hmm. You know, that's is what a real I was going to say. You know?
0: Brits don't express themselves like Brazilians are hugging and kissing Ooh. you know they're much more emotional passionate all the kind of latin countries are passionate people aren't they they're emotional but we aren't like that so f- in football it manifests itself but i don't agree that it's just here you know in russia they're an oppressed you know it, in lots of countries there's a lot of repression there they use sport as an outlet and there's a lot of violence mm. in those know, countries too well
1: that proves my point i'm saying that where you find more social repression you'll find well, more than actually I, I, yes, I, 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 I agree you, can, you can, mm. We should be more like Brazilian. Do you, if you could, do you think we could click our fingers tomorrow and and, and we're all doing capoeira Samba in the street? And <laughs> hey, Ivor, how are you? Let me kiss your cheek. Look at my capoeira. Yeah, it's just like well, it's
0: something to be said for it. You know, the more lovey-dovey, yeah. eh, emotional, in touch with their femininity, loving mentality probably breeds less violence but, but around. Be sport. honest,
1: live Men in this country, they're never going to be. It's
0: not going to happen. They're not
1: going to be
3: like that. No. Um, do you think
0: I, the weather plays a part? Not being far- massively
1: like, plays a part. Definitely,
3: I think it's part of our national mood. But you know, I just came back from France, right? And Ooh. in France, you know everyone are uh, it, uh, it doesn't matter traffic lights or whatever in the restaurant you buy like a bottle of champagne like yeah fuck you uh. they don't <laughs> care they don't give a shit and like over there they talk about exactly how they feel and I spoke to someone the other day and he said do you know they don't have real like issues with depression in the same way everyone talks about their feelings all the time the national is, you, if you've got an issue you fucking say it to someone whereas with us it's like you've got an issue I'm going to put that under my carpet I'm going to bury that give it 10 or 15 years, down to <laughs> a serious grudge and resentment,
1: and then hopefully give me some sort of my, physiological issue. My number one thing I point when I'm talking about this on stage is that there's certain things that Brits do. Like, if you're abroad, and say you're in a little Italian bistro or something abroad in Italy... Oh, that nice. ..and someone drops a glass... You'll learn the hard way. It's not culturally normal to cheer when a glass is dropped. There's, <laughs> uh, as a country, <laughs> only we are so tense that oh, something's broken.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so
1: bubbling underneath. But your first instinct is to point and laugh, mm. where we're so on the straight and narrow. Happen. And also, the weather, I think you're on something with the weather thing. I was reading some research today. It's the, they were looking for correlations between antidepressant usage and unemployment and age and race and gender. Number one correlation weather. Mm. The makes, sunnier I mean, your place is, the less likely you are to have depression. Seasonal
0: from. affective disorder is a thing. It's mm. not it's not fake.
1: Anyway, that for another week. Moving on to what should have been topic number 1. Okay. Size that's what I want to talk about today. Does now we've done, size matters. Penis size. We, we will be going there. Right. Cock size. If you could not do it in that voice, it's slightly threatening Olivia. <laughs> Penis size. <Yes. laughs> uh, and you couldn't see the slightly Dr. Evil look as well. But the. I uh, do not you know
0: what size of what?
1: Well, we've done. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We did muscle size, the yes. bigorexia. We've covered that in at one I advise you to download it if you've not caught it yet, guys. But I want to talk about other aspects of, of size. First are we talking all, about cock here, or what? What are we, we actually gonna, talking about? We're going to talk about height, first of all. Oh, good. Okay. We're going to talk about height. We have right. a tall man on our
0: panel. Very I don't tall. Yes, I'm a
2: tall chap. How, How tall are you? Are you? Uh, I think I'm 6'2". You six think? Two. You
0: know. Everyone knows their no, height. No, I don't know my height.
2: I probably should know my height. That would be more useful. Julian, how tall are you? Six. But I like—I I reckon it, probably just it, a teeny five twelve three quarters.
0: To, well, I listened to
3: your one <laughs> earlier. I thought I'm actually no, I am six foot, but I would definitely tell girls sometimes I'm a bit taller. Uh, I think height is six foot. That's tall enough. Yeah, no, but sometimes you want to like height is a, It's a weapon. Have you found that you can? It's a good. It's a good
2: one to drop. Uh, no, I, I don't really think of any part of my body as a weapon. <laughs>
1: Um, oh what God. about your
2: wit, Ivo? Uh, Modesty not welcome true, here. <laughs> yes, my, my.
1: Words are like weapons, they wound sometimes. <laughs> I forget what she has said.
2: Uh, my wide vocabulary has bailed me out on multiple occasions. <laughs> uh, but I, I think I've taken being tall for granted. So what are you saying? It's more about girth than sort of length? Very nice. That's very nice. And here we um, are again in penis just just, territory. Just to finish,
1: sir, I'm 5'10", which okay. is the UK average, plus about half an inch. Thank well, God. Well, that quiff is... I'd imagine no five, man
0: ever says he's less than 5'10". Even five, if then, do you know what the
1: UK average is? 5'9". 5'9". 5'9".
0: How do they the work Because 5'10 yeah. feels an OK height. Um, of no one gets
1: measured it. as an adult. I do all the time, hoping what? that I'm 5'11". Come on. Well, i, I that's, know that's
0: because I'm not they're on
2: podcast. Yeah, got, <laughs> <I'm> on podcast <laughs>
1: I've honest. done a few um, survivally-type programmes that want to know everything, every measurement. How tall are you, Olivia, just while we're here? Oh,
0: like 5'4", and a bit. Length of heels? Oh, well, I wouldn't not wear heels to something proper. What
3: yeah. do girls, girls want to be 5'5", five, five, don't they? Is that the thing? Do they? I don't know. I remember, well, there wasn't though, there a hip-hop d- tune about being 5'5"? Five, five. it's
0: a different thing. I don't think girls want to be too tall unless you're going to be a supermodel. Right. Otherwise, you can't find a guy who's tall enough. Right. You don't want right. to feel taller or bigger mm. than the guy, do you? No, 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 my sister,
2: so we're, the, we're family are all quite tall, and my sister is taller than me, and she, uh, I think, would rather be a bit shorter. She's taller it, than you. Yeah, yeah, and I think when, she, when it comes to sort of wanting to date, people What's get the a idea or going out with of something like that going out with a shorter person. Is
3: there a dating app just for like, really tall people? You to, yeah, you have to swipe
2: up and
1: down. <laughs> 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 no, but th- th- here's my here's my thing <laughs> with height, okay? Let's have it out in the open, Olivia. Your fella, fella yeah? yeah. Just you're supposed Husband, to check these yeah, days I've no, right, become a hashtag. Yeah, yeah. Um, how tall Fine, is your fella? 5'10. 5'10. Five, ten.
0: Five, five, ten. Fine. He says he's 5'10. I we're Jewish. We're sh- we're short people. So, but no, he is says that he's like no, I think he's... I, I don't know.
3: I mean, I wouldn't say all Jewish people are short. No, so no, no we'll it's not like a it.
0: rule. But you know, okay, it's not. Yeah, a rule. It is weird. When you meet a really, it's like,
1: not. It's not a rule. Some Jewish people at all. It's Jewish it's on my, on my dad's <laughs> side, and it is weird when you meet a tall Jewish person. It is, isn't it? It is rare, isn't it?
0: Same with a blonde and blue-eyed Jew. It's well, weird. that's
1: what my granddad, my great-granddad was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jew. He was also well.
3: There's the whole Ashkenazi uh, Sephardi thing, isn't there? Where Ashkenazis are generally taller.
0: Yeah, Safari's like the kind of Middle Eastern. Anyway, let's stop giving
1: identicates to the next fascist eugenicist. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, though what I want to talk about is hype. So girls I think have a tendency to pretend this matters less.
0: The shorter guys need to be the funnier kind guys. Can you tell it us, can, like.
1: describe what is short? Can put there's men listening to this going, I'm five eight. Olivia, am I short? How funny do I need to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, unfortunately, I think it all depends on the girl you're seeking out. If she's five four or five two, and she's like a cute little thing too, then actually work we really can all well play
1: relativism. Yes. <laughs> if I was to take a survey across all the girls in your life, all the girls you know, you spoke, you know as well as I bloody well do. Women like tall men. So what's a short man?
3: What Five be, seven
0: is short. I don't know. Yeah, Five, I mean, I've got
1: I've got some very short friends and
3: some very tall friends. One of my best mates, Jamie, who's incredible. Well, no, he's yeah, he's, he's going to get married. Does later a small man
1: you? have to be funny for women
3: to I like? I don't it. know if that's funny. They need to have something. I've got one friend. I'm not going to name him. Feel a bit bad, but he's, uh, uh, he's, oh, he's unbelievably <laughs> good looking, Midget McGinty. Unbelievably, he's ridiculous got Ridiculous sort of like Italian, sort of dark, beautiful blue eyes. It absolutely, like ridiculous. He's very short. But <laughs> Which is good because otherwise if he was tall it'd be a nightmare. But also Jamie, who is just like six four, but I think it is I think it is like kryptonite to a lot of women. What a tall I'd, guy. Yeah.
0: Too tall.
3: No, I think it kind of makes them feel safe somehow. Maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree Trip tonight, here. But...
0: There is the bad element. That's true, that.
3: actually. No, that's the wrong. That's, that's the wrong, the wrong one. pretend <laughs> yeah. substance, Which, isn't it? Yeah, it's cause... a
1: good pretend <laughs> substance.
0: <laughs> but crack?
1: Would you? Would you rather, Olivia? Would you rather date a full package, five foot five guy, mm. or a guy with a couple of aspects missing but still decent, still a lot of the package? <laughs> who's six? Well, disclaimer:
0: none of them because I'm married. But if I wasn't, yeah, well, you can't be looking into the eye. Or down on the person that, unfortunately, is the person you want to sorry. feel secure it with and protect. Right. By. It's oh, it's hang 20. on. We get, yeah. Now
1: we get to the nub. Yeah. I'm sorry. There is an association with height and masculinity and protection it's childish, and isn't it? And carer. And so, for all our 2018 gender equality, I need to be ug ug tall, holding a club to protect but my. But it's woman. not
0: on a conscious level. I guess it's that subconscious. Uh-oh. It's not like oh, I oh, don't feel so safe with you here. Yeah. So
1: you don't. So I. Can, it's not
0: like that. It's like, just deep down, it doesn't what feel like. What right. if I was
1: packing two guns and I was five foot five and still not safe? <laughs> well, I mean, actually, I could take out the whole pulse, but do you know what? That
0: person would be like, you know, triple black belt, Krav Maga, all the stuff, and then you'd feel safe in a different way. And the co- and then, then they'd be super confident. But
1: wait a minute, it. no girl ever, if a guy turns up in his karate kit to the first day, and go, I just want you to know whatever happens. <laughs> I could throw anyone that approaches you who's <laughs> got a black belt on, come back to me immediately but and pout so, me into dust. Why are
3: we so surprised <laughs> about this? Because basically, it is kind of like a. Because Recurring to... theme of childhood, right? Like we are basically always looking. Like they say, guys look for their mothers, girls look for their fathers. Like ultimately, this thing about you know, Olivia said, just feeling safe. That is one of the most basic
1: instincts of any animal, not just humans. Any animal. Because Julian, we're in a society now, and I'm lefty green voter. I'm one of the worst. Where we have to pretend all these things don't exist yeah, yeah. anymore. Totally. And girls have to pretend. That they don't but I don't think limp. it
0: should be pretending nothing exists it's just balance that it's not the complete other way. It's like, you're allowed to still have your feminine outlooks, feelings and opinions. That doesn't mean I'm therefore redundant in all other things. You know, it's balance. Uh,
1: but to it's dislike to, dislike, to, dislike, a, a, right? <laughs> to yeah. dislike a man based on height is surely the equivalent of me disliking a woman based on her size, which I would never dare do or uh, say. you, would never no, dare you wouldn't dare say. No, 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 uh, but you just might not be attracted there's an to There's a moral equivalence there. Don't you think, oh, Ivo, for girls, like, sorry, you're, you're the wrong height. Please, I'm a black belt. I'm I'm sorry. You're five, you're five foot five. You're going, you're going home for a leg on the bath, spanner wank on your own. Oh, my days. Um, we've all done those. Just to vary it up, sometimes I wear a Just glove. to clarify,
0: I have not. Mm-hmm. A spanner wank.
1: Yes, yeah, oh so, my God. But you go through the leg with your leg. Oh. So,
3: so it's conscious of it, though? Just, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in, like, I don't think anyone would... I think maybe some people would be like, oh, quite like, you know, a tall guy. And, I, you know, I get that. Some people would say that. But I think a lot of the time it's like the subconsciously you're a bit like... But like, have you ever met someone who you kind of, like, you, you'd quite like to fancy, like, someone's a good mate or something, and you're like, why am I not attracted to like, this person? I've known you since we were six, Darren. Stop touching me my <laughs> And then Darren I was I know like, both I'm six <laughs> foot five, mate. I've got massive muscles. I know I'm loaded. I know we both
1: had MDMA, but we're straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a gay thing. Um... So, this is to be provocative, OK? Right. This, this is a safe, a safe space, so, guys. Unlike you. Uh, no, what I'm saying is, a lot of men, not asked these three perfect specimens, would not date a girl who's big, or if we want to play it slightly safe, let's say tall, to make it less provocative. Less fat. Because they would be embarrassed to be seen with a girl that's taller than them. I've
3: dated girls who are taller than me. But I do agree that there is a thing about it. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't really matter when you're lying down, does it? Do you know what I mean? But ultimately, it's not like. Well, it does
1: it does if you're kissing? Because you're will you be in a belly button? <laughs> No, that's all.
3: No, it's just not we true, are, is it? Oh, I
1: understand everyone is ten foot five. No, 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 everyone's the same height when you're laying down. Well, not really. Not really. Yeah, but
3: kind of.
1: You don't want to be like, oh, I'm just going to kiss your neck,
2: because it's all I can reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There are there are definite, like... It uh... forces you to make a choice in the moment. What do you think of the other dated a
3: girl who's, who's
2: a lot taller than you? Uh, well, my data history is quite limited. It would be described <laughs> in a GCSE chemistry exam as uh, not enough statistics to uh, reach viable conclusions. <laughs> um uh, so no, I've I've gone out with two women. They've both been a bit shorter than me. Uh-oh. Deal with that as you wish.
0: How tall is <laughs> your current friend? Uh
2: My fiancee oh, is um, thank you. Is I don't know five eight
0: so quite tall really for a lady not so yeah. yeah. I
1: don't know I don't just know. Two, two girls to, total tour of duty uh, t- yes
2: the tour is over um, <laughs> I so have you didn't served. even get an admiral's badge then no I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't in it for the badges Russell um, I, I uh, think
0: that's lovely
2: well it's lovely in a way you don't and need to shag was,
0: around to just see who you love you found her and that's enough
2: yes that's what I'm telling myself uh, <laughs> it is enough hype. this is a safe space Jolly I'm laughing I know, yeah, I know, sorry, I know I it's coming home Jolly Jolly's got a different Girlfriend every bloody podcast. He had a
1: girlfriend on the way to the microphone, but she mysteriously <laughs> disappeared when he went public. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Don't safe, super what's this sore. safe space
3: talk? What is this safe space? Talk? <laughs> was a superb accusation from Kane. No, I, was, I think, I think the, uh, the, the the height thing is is a kind of interesting aspect of it it's just one aspect obviously isn't it because there's so many multitudinal reasons why you do or don't find someone attractive or stop finding them attractive uh, and i do think that the kind of the thing about you know i'm a cuddler i'm a big cuddler i don't, don't mind yeah. saying but it's kind of like when you're when you're cuddling something they nestle in your arm and it fits yeah. i've definitely had a subconscious feeling for well, being both like this though, fits <laughs> I me and know. Russell fucked. It was really good. No, and
1: but it's true it. what you're saying. Is, sir, Olivia's already sort of... Um, but there's, something, there's some kind of click, I think, that
3: takes place on a very sort of primordial maybe maybe level. Even if you're both old enough. Oh, my goodness me. God, Emotional maturity. You're trying to make a serious point with I him, know, sorry. I mean, he's there just, you go. He's just just like, you've just delicate. got to make jokes. Yeah. Sorry. He's just got to make jokes no. about everything. No, go yeah. on, Jolly, and I'll um, cut you off. No, but it is, it is... I genuinely do. I think that there is something... I've definitely had a strange feeling of, you know, unusual calm... When you're lying down, you're when watching... When you hold a short girl close, it feels
1: <laughs> nice. It feels oh, so it's nice. Ivo right. does a joke at the end of your and say, you're
0: going, I'm with you, I'm <laughs> with you.
3: Oh. Yeah. No, but we all know we all know that feeling. I think, and it's like, know, it's, it's kind of my.
0: How tall is your wife?
1: So Lindsay's five three, but in heels she's is six foot one. Um, So, but the, one of the greatest loves of my life, <laughs> one of the ones I fell hard, is sobbing on the floor. What I call it Ebola love, you know, because it the worst. me when I was about nineteen. Was Whoa. was I changed her name? Zoe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was five foot nine, oh, which wee. was fine as long yeah. as she was wearing. clothes converse or something right um but if we were going out she was taller than me and i could not Handle it. There we so are. So there I'll you go. It. So it's not really the women. I couldn't really handle it. I felt like it, I felt emasculated. I wore these shoes. So listeners may remember them called buffaloes. Yeah. <laughs> that,
0: that I used Amazing. to wear. Like
1: the Spice Girls used to wear. I actually wore platform shoes. Did you to deal, those? to wow. deal with the fact this girl small was all over. I friend,
0: of them. male friend, who small, also I wore so, them. Small. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yours
0: is in relation to a I'm certain over here. situation. Sorry, I didn't
1: see you under the table, Russell. What are you? <laughs> I'm
0: over here, <laughs> here Olivia.
1: But he's <laughs> very oh, small and he used to wear
0: those buffaloes too because obviously he had a complex at the time yeah. about being a small guy mm. so it is a real thing and you're saying it's women disregarding men because they're short but you yourself didn't feel good being with it a tall I'm going to clarify yeah.
3: this as well because I know this is going to go out and it will probably stay in this thing about single or not single right so I met someone who I quite like who I'm seeing and I, I would have told you that like, off camera but it's like all these little things around relationships and stuff like, can you say it can you not say it am I single am I seeing someone what are these labels like what I've quite liked but listen, when I listen to your first one is I'm amazed How little it seems to me that men are probably we're massive overthinkers. Mm. It was a really, even like when the you know, David Contek or whatever. It was quite nice hearing him talk about it because I think that as guys, you know, we're probably relatively metro sexual guys who do That's understand. The import- oh, segue the importance of of sort of expressing oneself and stuff. I mean, I even had a friend of mine recently who has genuinely had physiological back pain, which is absolutely totally related. He thinks child trauma, and since starting to have therapy, it's completely unlocked him physically. And I, I think a lot of people are starting to have. You know those kind of wait a minute. A psychologist cures back pain. It was more than that, it wasn't it? wasn't it was like, just. I'd like you to turn around for the session. Well, you know, you've you, you been to a cranial you osteopath. Yes. yes, I have. I, believe Which in all that. I'm sure you believe in actually mm. I mean you might not be able to tell your listeners that yeah But now well it's going to go down
1: in boat I t- actually took my daughter to a cranial
3: did you yeah. it's, it's
0: normal with babies
1: but- and, I, and I walked out after went just before we do I'm just going to hover the fingers just to see what energy we're leaving <laughs> yeah, you don't are, tell you're me. not picking up any energy through your fingers you twat get me an Uber now <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, did, I mean, as the guy that hosts the podcast on speaking about feelings, I think that's not fair. <laughs> that is so close um, to you, Russell. It's important, actually. And I think you're wrong that men are overthinkers. I think a certain type of man is an overthinker, and probably you guys are overthinkers. But I don't think all men across like, across all different places in this country are overthinkers. See, no, I, I, Olivia, no.
1: Olivia, this is what I think is going wrong here with men. I think we're overthinkers and underspeakers. Yeah, exactly. And that is a toxic combination that explains depression, suicide rate, and all the other things that go wrong with men, your boyfriends, your husbands, your dads. Girls... I'm sure they're just overthinkers as much as men. I don't think we think more than you. But I think the key difference, I've with my extensive research of the British public, which as stand-ups is extensive, mm-hmm. random collections of people in rooms, is girls on the whole have a hot dial they can pick up yeah. and then go, do you know what? I'm feeling depressed and feeling down. Wayne's dumped me. I hate, my, I hate myself. I feel fat. Oh, my God. My mum doesn't blow it." They'll pick up the phone and discuss. Whereas blokes... Don't necessarily have that network I'd, I'd and that's what pushes that. the overthinking
3: I underground. I
0: absolutely agree with that. I think
1: yeah. it's more like a currency. Like, I
3: think actually, when girls talk about stuff, especially when they're teenagers, I've got. I've got you know nieces and stuff and you know it's like it's a sort of thing where it's like oh i'm outraged about something so now i can be outraged with someone else and have a group sort of chat about that and that's generally gossiping chatting away and that leads to some sort of sanction you know and something's got to be done you know he's got to be told he's a prick or someone's got to do something with guys something emotional happens you don't share it it builds there's huge amounts of passive aggressivity and then there's some like fight or there's some dramatic action or something. Someone gets pissed. One of the worst things I saw recently is a friend of mine, I've had, you know, mid-30s lately. So to cut it's your off mid but
1: aren't we back to the beginning? It's, this is where football has a different well, effect well, on just this.
3: But also, death is an interesting one because a lot of my friend's parents are now dying. Yeah. And what I'm seeing more than I've ever seen before is how badly men deal with that compared to women. Yeah.
0: Can I give because, an anecdote?
3: Yeah, please do. So,
0: my father's very unwell at the moment, and my brother, who is, was the most alpha, you know, super big in finance, you know, barking at everyone, shouting at everyone, wife, two kids, nannies, travelling all the time, blah, 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 because of my dad's illness complete breakdown with it all uh-huh. to rehab you know all the stuff because and he realized it all came down to he didn't speak about his feelings mm. ever he just pushed them down and did whatever he needed to to feel good be it coke be it alcohol whatever mm. and now he's like how are you how are you feel mm-hmm. oh i'm feeling a bit anxious about you know and now it's like he's totally mm-hmm. he's almost like the embodiment of what you're talking about it all came down and now he's doing amazingly because of it you know well, that's
3: great to hear because I think that a lot of people I mean it's kind of a bit like you know the people who aren't Jewish and then become Jewish and then they're like the most Jewish people they could possibly be. like people you have kind of like emotional sort of rehab and then kind of people become sort of true believers But when don't you speak about Israel well, I don't any religion <laughs> free, to be honest yeah. there's a, a couple of the core things that really have shocked me the most people who are best friends with this guy and I'm sort of quite good friends with him and my way of dealing with it was I knew he was gonna answer the phone, so I'd just leave him with what what's that voice message every day. Nine times out of ten he would never get back to me. But I was just like, just keep doing it and know that they're like there. Like leaving right? a little saucer out for a timid animal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gonna come keep and feed. His out. best, best mates were like, oh we took down the pub. And then he'd get pissed, he'd cry and they just try and shut him up. Yeah. Like, not shut him up, that's a bit hot. But people not don't have to like... deal
0: with that emotion, do exactly. they? Exactly,
3: and I think that's really
1: sad, man. No,
3: like,
0: but also, really maybe if you weren't so close, that was good. Someone who wasn't so in the le- inner circle, so you could be, like, a different outlet to...
1: we got here from Hype, man? This
3: but is, it's weird, is though, deep. isn't it? Because it's like, I don't know, have you, uh, what, how are you with... Like, were you able to talk about death? Is that something? That...
2: Um, I'm fortunate not to have gone through anything too traumatic in my life with regards to sort of uh, family or friends, uh, passing but I certainly have felt in the last few years that I've become more emotionally intelligent and more able to talk about things therapy and and being open about stuff is a lot more part of my girlfriend's family Mm. history and so through being with her, I've sort of encouraged to open up a bit more. So I think I come from quite a sort of repressed English boarding school background and very much that stiff upper lip thing, which weirdly in some ways I'm still quite defensive of because I, I feel sort of weirdly proud of I think once you've survived that system, <laughs> yeah. you feel that that's sort of that's built into you as a sort of as a, as a character trait that you're, you're keen not to abandon too much. But I've got certain things in my life, whether it's a a sort of anxiety about about the future and about being a husband and, you know, next, you know, on probably a father and Mm. about how how able I feel to be be that and how much I feel I'm a sort of man and in control and in charge and able to fulfil those ideas. Mm. Uh, And also my parents getting older and my mum being quite ill and so feeling that changing of the guard and how that... All of that, it's not quite, you know, hitting 50 and having a midlife crisis and your parents dying. But it's, you know, it's more, a, you know, as so I would say, a quarter-life version but, of that. But so, I know it.
1: So that's very honest what you just shared. But, but what I would say to you is, do you think we're poorer at going into a group of other men and sharing that information the one thing that strikes me is and we i did speak briefly about this last week is when Lindsay comes home from the pub she'd be like oh you know and karen's done this you're never gonna guess what a tina there are no karens and tinas <laughs> and you're never gonna guess what don has done can you believe it she doesn't love him she's she can find yeah. him me So i'll come home from the pub how's dan yeah he's great yeah you're gonna know, make a meal this year <laughs> what about yeah. scott yeah yeah he's moved out yeah but what did you ask scott about his girlfriend no, no, I didn't actually. Did you tell Scott about what would happen with that? No, no I didn't, I didn't mean. What did we talk about
2: all night? We have exactly that with my my, my girlfriend. And I we have got a couple of, uh, with sort of four of us as sort of best friends, but, but but we do. And you know, obviously, I meet up with both of the others as well. But it is still like there's a lot of lunches where it's like me and my friend Matt, and uh, it's my girlfriend and uh, our friend Poppy, and they'll have so much stuff that exchange. And then Karen will say to me, "So, so, what, what do you reckon about this thing that they're they're going through?" And I'm like,
0: "I didn't even know about it.
2: <laughs> I didn't even." That's
0: so boys, isn't it? But
2: it's not like it's. We're not sitting talking about you know football and you know arm wrestling each other. Like meaningful conversation is yeah. is is happening, but it's. I I I don't know if it's uh, we're sort of too scared to confront any issues or anything it just doesn't come I think there's an inbuilt
3: avoidance though like I think like I mean I was bullied a lot when I was a kid and I was dyslexic and I was also kind of like able to from quite a young age like I was I think because my mum had gone back to work straight away after I was born, I sort of looked for connections with, with women. Uh, and I think, sort of, I didn't have a sister, but I kind of had uh, some godparents who I stayed with a lot who would talk about their feelings. And I felt like, actually, in a working-class family, which is where I was kind of basically raised, that it was much more normal, actually, yeah. to sit around the table and talk about your feelings. Actually, in the middle-class family, it was much more stamied. Even though we talked about the importance of it more, yeah. about discussing things, I didn't feel it was really there... But we've got to sort of take on board sometimes. Like, emotional intelligence, even as a theory, is so new. So, you know, it's it's an entire sort of generation. Like, our parents and their parents, our grandparents, it was completely new to them. So for us, it's like
1: we're all sort of spreading the word. But
3: they had the word, bigger right?
0: fish to fry, didn't they, with the wars and whatnot? They couldn't sit around talking about their feelings. Like them. <laughs> ahead, yeah.
1: just, we, uh, just for a second, we've got to take a break just for a moment because I've got James O'Brien with news of something else from Joe.
3: Unfiltered is available everywhere that you get your podcast. It's a long form interview show where I speak to some of the most interesting people from the worlds of entertainment, sport, media, and politics. We've covered quite a lot of ground. Everyone from Lily Allen, Gary Lineker, Jamie Oliver, and Paris Lees, right through to the king himself, Eric Cantona. And that one really is special. Here's a little taste. I, I love England. Yes, I, I know. I, I, can love, tell. I love England. Why? Uh, you are much more professional. You have like, much more humour on yourself and everything. It's unbelievable how good the English are. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's, it's, just, it's just true. Subscribe now to get all of the previous episodes and the new ones as and when they come
0: out.
1: Thank you, James. Welcome back to Boys Don't Cry with me, Russell Kane, actor and writer Jolly and Ruben Stein, comedian Ivor Graham, and TV presenter Olivia Wayne. All people from Essex are called Wayne or Darren. I'm not Should... from Essex. I know, I know, but it's yeah. a very Essex first name, not right. an Essex surname. Wayne is very typical. <laughs> anyway, happened? we were supposed to talk about so many things this episode. I've had four or five topics up my sleeve, and I thought we would talk about size and height at the beginning of Mover. I cannot <clears> believe what it's unlocked. So we're going to continue, but we're going to continue based on a provocative statement from Ivo Graham over there, who recently did a talk, I don't know if I'm paraphrasing, please. who said that I'm an incredibly tall person with an incredibly small penis. Lovely
2: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Those business cards went like hotcakes, I can tell you.
1: It, it was at the Oxford Union, I believe. So. Uh, it
2: was. It wasn't done in
1: secret. It wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't <laughs> confide in me in the hallway, <laughs> and I've just totally ruined your life. You, you did say it
2: publicly. Russell, if we could bring up on the podcast. <laughs> <something like that. laughs> medical marvel of a body I wouldn't read too much into it Russell um, kind as it is of you to bring it up <laughs> in very, very public forum. Um I uh, had to go back to my old university to do a comedy debate and the topic was size doesn't matter ah. and uh, like yes. many comics do in moments of weakness for want of anything hugely funny or interesting to say I thought I'd just say something attention seeking <laughs> and provocative and so I, the topic was size doesn't matter and I went straight for the genital jugular um, I've actually <laughs> the vast deferens as it were the vast. Okay. <laughs> oh god
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I've been straight for the vas deferens ok so even though it was done in jest yes. this is a subject that's going to come up at some point I could have gone si- I'm definitely not going to do that I could have gone six episodes mm. without talking about this but I did do a little bit of research before today so you just started looking at a lot of cocks so there are a lot of cocks <laughs>
0: online yeah, that, what porn heart, this whole su- su- this whole there subject is just though,
3: Sponsored
1: by Joe, as
0: not
1: they? This whole subject is just to mask over my hard drive history. Cases, <laughs> no. So I thought I'd research a thousand cocks over five years. Yeah. That's when my forearm started to grow. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no, this
1: isn't
0: a conversation for a lady. I wanted it, it
1: very much. Is as you're about to find out why. Um, um, I the wanted to ch- mansplain. We are going to talk about this. <laughs> and You're
0: going
1: to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It, it's oh it, god. If there were no girls, I don't think this would be a topic it that way. First thing I want to check was, is it, pardon the pun, a fallacy that men are obsessed with willy size? Unfortunately not. This is one of the most uh, Googled terms for men. It's one of the, f- if, you, if you were to research the size of my, is my blah, blah, blah normal, I'm afraid the stereotype is true. Yeah. The slightly more surprising thing was, it's also true for girls who you would think the equivalent would be breast size, but not. They are yeah. Googling their bits just as much. Yeah. These is days, it? Which is just an, an interesting aside we make. We may, I know, very surprising. Well, it, it's not like the a, size, oh what, like does
0: all, everyone's All, all aspects.
1: Like aspect. so does it look like that? Is it that size? Is stop it that stop a girl in the street, what, what worries you most about the body, you're going to get my nose, my boobs, my hair. But right. in the privacy, the door shut on Google, this is again from the research from the book mm. this week's book of the week, uh, Everybody Lies, it would suggest girls are just as messed up here as men I so this is why it's a think about like all the Gwyneth Paltrow stuff the designer vagina um,
3: stuff the kind
1: of like what was that, there was
3: I, that I get it after babies a- should <laughs> it look
0: you know, like this should it go back or whatever
1: so but it's serious just stay focused on men for a second although I'll be interested to know the, the, both the female version of this debate mm. and, the, and the female opinion in a minute Olivia men and penis yeah. size do blokes gawk at each other in, in I don't just, think it's even gawking I think it's, I, it starts
3: I, when you're a child shower rooms and, and stuff like that and easiest thing to demean someone as a child to another teenage child is you've got a teeny penis that is like it's like super currency i mean it was also i mean you know speaking openly like when i was growing up it was like oh you're gay you know, like these two, these two little core little nuggets—the playground sort of like shitty. Because you so know, did you get the double, do you tiny of penis, penis, gay boy. Of <laughs> course, you have Tim, tiny penis and you are gay. Are you talking about your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> and you are called Jolly. and... <laughs> <you're laughs> Doesn't go well. It's tiny tiny go penis, well. Jolly, and gay. Um, yes, <laughs> I to bring towards, it back. Yeah, no, no I am not gay, and I am extremely comfortable it, was with her, the it was size horrific. Of my penis. There was, but it was also like I do think that there was an entire period of time when you start going through puberty as a man. Because girls seem to go through puberty so much quicker than than, than I think they just start
1: years. earlier, so your memory
3: of it's skewed. But, but you say that, but, you know, it's like if you send a 14-year-old boy to try and get into a club... That's never going to happen. A lot of fourteen-year-old girls were going to clubs. You know, like they are just mature women. How old were you? Because I didn't.
0: I genuinely was still a little girl at fourteen. It was sixteen that I suddenly. I was really slow, and everyone else was had boobs and everything, and I didn't yet. But when
3: you're sixteen-year-old as a boy, you're literally just a a little skinny. But but, you know, it's it's just you can't compare. But can I just
0: say, as a mother of a twenty-month-old boy, he found his penis early. If his nappy is off, he's on it. Playing yeah. Like. So I just, what is it? In, I think bonus. there's an inbuilt fascination with penis from the day dot with men.
3: Yeah. 100%. So
0: therefore, it's not the playground. That's, it just manifests itself differently. You see your dad, you see other men and penis. Like,
1: well, no, and also, you display
0: your genitals when you go to the toilet to others in your eyes well, But
1: I don't. It's okay, let's get back no, on top again. I, I am a, a cubicle user public shower denier. Mm. I would rather live in my own Filth than shower in a curtainless me place. Me too. I would rather be in a bush, unless
3: i had to really fight that. When I was younger, I couldn't. I just couldn't take a piss if there was someone standing next to me at all. Oh, and then I, I, like, I, I have to sometimes close my eyes and actually go. And, and just, 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 just stay straight
1: you had your eyes closed with your will in your hand when <laughs> I went <in> the toilet looked <laughs> Russell stop talking about that one night of MD May no but the, the of, if I'm drunk and at a festival and it's a massive long queue then I am I sort of I don't care really if I'm a bit off, off my tits as it were but mm. in normal everyday life I will queue for the cubicle I don't care everyone's making that. oh he's having a poo judgment I'm not comfortable with it and in dressing rooms so I've just come back from a spa yeah, those vic times weekend. are really tough aren't they? <laughs> I've just come back from a <laughs> spa really, week, really spa difficult. weekend and there are two types of men on this planet. The guy I go into the toilet and get changed, get out of my wet yeah. trunks in the toilet, dry off, pants on, and then finish off getting changed. The other guy's walking around with the face of predator being <laughs> flopped about <laughs> over the dressing. And I, its the same it's as not,
0: women in change rooms. It's not, not just no eye contact.
1: I turn into sort of David Blunkett. I'm more or less like looking at the ceiling. So I'm so scared. It's a bad David Blunkett <laughs> like that. But I've got like leave David a, a Blunkett fear out of, it. of another man's bits. guys. Well, I think
0: that's good that you've said that, because I imagine a lot of guys feel exactly the same and just won't talk about that. So it, you, maybe it's more normal that way than the other way. I've
1: got a question.
3: Did you go to... Because I went to a mixed sex school. Did yeah. you go to a single-sex school? All boys from the age of seven. So, right, so I imagine, I don't know, but I would imagine that it's just much normal then. Cox-city. Much more normal. Well, just people Cox-city. walking around. <laughs> it, was it Cock <laughs> yeah. But But people, like, as in the changing rooms, it's just like... I don't know. I think there's something about when you
2: mix sex schools.
0: Well when you're going through puberty at different levels and pubic hair and things like that. I imagine it's very private still.
2: I think it's a mixture of privacy and and fascination, probably. Probably in the same as any other context. But I think, uh, I don't know, it's a a very intensely claustrophobic sort of male environment in an all-boys boarding school. And I think there's probably a lot of curiosity whether that's out of some people who will be, you know, into fellow boys, some people will be experiencing sort of, you know, teenage homoerotic curiosity, and some people are just worried about how big a penis is meant to be. And yeah. then well, there's a
1: geography teacher. Can I get mine off? Definitely not, Mr. Ingalls. Oh, we spoke can about please this. stop it. <laughs> I, think, I do think that
3: um, Let, let's it stop is being a around. terrifying thing when you're growing up in your teenage years that your penis is somehow not good enough. No, well, this I think is... as a guy, that, is, that strikes the real... Absolute core of fear, and like you know, and especially in your pass, early sexual you? encounters. Let's yeah, not pretend I think, it passes. I think it's easy as you get older, but I think as you're well, your you realize you're more than just years, your penis, no, I don't think it's that. I think Hang when, on you're, a when you're just getting
1: naked in front of someone, there's some fibbing going on around the table.
3: No, yet. I think it's this does
1: not get any easier with age when it comes to new people, in, in my uh, yeah, opinion. Yeah, okay, and and trust me, there are people who s- will be screaming at their speaker or at their headphones or however they're listening to this podcast now, going, Please talk about. So, if they want us to provoke I, I think how big are you
0: all? Think... Just lay it all out. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> do lay out the uh, actual... I mean,
1: she said it. <laughs> I feel
3: A very back. objectified by that. Actually, personally. I mean, you know, just let out. Yeah, but you can me. see how let big a, a woman's hard.
0: boobs are from under her clothes and whatnot.
1: You right. can't always, though, can you? Right, I'll, tell, yeah, I'll tell you, a guy, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this, like, where I went to school isn't online anywhere, because there was a guy in my genuinely had something called micropenis. Do you know what that is? Mm. Uh, we uh, we've we've all, all heard of what a micropenis it's, is. Like, it's not, it's a genuine disorder where you have, like... Enrique
2: yes is a, is a spokesman for... So mm. And
0: look who he got, Anna Kournikova. Exactly. So. Well, there's I mean, actually quite a lot of very famous men. He designed.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah, he was very open about it, and I think he designed uh, sort of specially small uh, condoms for it. I mean, how I come to know so much about this reveals a certain amount <laughs> about my own insecurities at a certain time in my life.
1: But uh, but yeah. So come on, come on, Olivia. Put the put this male panel who can't bring themselves to even discuss it explicitly out of there. You talking about inches? Suffering. Is that what you want to know? No. I'm, I'm saying, how much does it really? Matter. It does matter. It's what men are searching for online in their tens of millions on a monthly basis around the world. So it, clearly men obsess about it. I've, I've heard this discussed two ways basis. amongst girls. I've heard girls say what they think they want men to hear, and then yeah, I've heard what too. I think girls really think, 100%. and that's why I'm just confused.
0: I think unfortunately, probably... It doesn't necessarily matter. Oh,
3: my God. Really but I think
0: annoying. you'd clock it. You'd clock a small... You'd could kind of be like, oh. But that's not to say when bits started happening, could it that would a, affect a, it. Could it
1: ruin a... Na- no, I'm not, I'm not talking about anyone with a medical condition no, or anyone no, no. Ex- exceptionally underhung. I, no, but do you that's know, every
0: f- woman is different. What they require, what gets them going, is all different. They their own sexual preference. Let's,
1: let's keep it a hypothetical. one. Could it spoil a, re- a, a relationship that was... Everything else was in place, but you get the first session happens, and the guy like, oh no, he's got a small. D-. My girlfriends are going to ask. It's really spoiled the whole. Oh my, my god! No, because, it's
0: because of that hole, it's not the size of the
2: boat, It's the B- motion of the ocean.
0: Thank you. That's,
2: well, that's just and such bollocks. Awesome. No, but I don't
0: think it is because oh every god. you know every woman. Requires a different size girl. I'm, I'm lucky
3: to have a huge amount of female friends, right? I've always. That's <laughs> myself not the oh, I the the And I've had <laughs> many times have gone out with them, and they, you know, had really honest conversations. i watched them and I think for the vast majority of women I've ever spoken to, it really does matter because sex is such a fundamental part of a relationship. But just However, just because you might
0: have a giant penis doesn't mean you. are Well, be this is what sex. I was just about to say. You know, mean, some people,
3: a lot of people who have smaller penises, and this is what they were—that's what they were observing—are much better at sex. Yeah, because they put Why? more in.
1: Exactly, because <laughs> they've thought big about dicks, it. Big dicks, just saying they, so they can just whack it, it in is and that, whack it, is it is out. I'm only like five foot ten, but I'm a fast runner. <laughs> <laughs> That tripod leg really helps. So it's like you might be six foot three, but watch me go.
0: <laughs> I think oh, it, 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 that a good lover is not just how big your dick is. W-
1: without meaning to be too personal, that's the clip. Have you ever been disappointed to an extent where you're like, this is going to be an issue in in your past life? Look,
0: I've been my husband for ten years, so yeah.
1: and I'm not, prepared but to I can recall back then. at uni. What about any friends? Have you had any friends who, without naming or make, giving any facts, who yeah, like, like, I can't like, see this? It's such a lovely no, guy. What I a t- shame. No,
0: a guy is so great on every level. And their penis isn't so huge. That's not a kind of deal breaker. But if they're then shit with it too, well then that's the deal breaker. You know the what, size is not
3: something happened to me. So I'll, I'll be prepared to reveal uh, which. Uh, so I was in Brighton. I went to Union Brighton, and there was this girl who is a very good friend of mine now. But at the time, oh my god, I loved her. Right, I was just totally in love. It, it. Like like the, 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 the worst, the and it was her. completely unrequited, and we were best mates. And oh that oh that stuff. God. Anyway, so I'd just been to America I thought I was going to come back having a really good time, and it was weird, it was a sunny day in Brighton. We're all playing and um, um, freezing. I'm in the sea, and literally I jump up to catch you, and and the shorts came down, and my penis looked like a small winkle, (laughs) and I literally remember, just literally, I could see in her eyes, in her eyes, it was just like, oh no, there's definitely not (laughs) Definitely, There's definitely you know. nothing there, and happens. I literally just wanted to come out and be like, It was cold,
1: but it doesn't it's like matter because the damage is done. The, the damage is done. Growers versus showers—it's it's an absolute nightmare. But no, I, I, are also, you also—that's the point. Or a no, one, isn't it? I'm a grower, No one's going to believe you. Look, a show I, show I'm shit. a monster when excited. <laughs> I can up. switch the light off without leaving my seat. Do you ever really? Big but debate, um, under aroused, you'd need Stephen I Hawking and a telescope. Feel like
0: people who joke about the size of their penis don't have a big penis. No, but they're Once they're just chilling. <laughs>
1: you're very mistaken, well, Ivo joked you're about mistaken. it at the Oxford Union.
0: I'm
3: actually
1: really pleased I've just spoken
3: about that. Yeah. I think I've literally had that sitting on my there
0: on you my go, it's
3: out for, now. for twenty Was years? it so
1: small it was almost pointing out? Oh, outwards. it was awful. It was like almost an innie. One, when we were in the gym, and our our gym was down on the basketball court, and you could sort of watch the exercise from a glass room above. And so I would sort of monkey about making the girls look because I had no physical strength, and I was doing like joke tricep extensions and everyone was laughing and I thought I was getting the laugh of the joke exercise. Oh, but what had actually happened was <laughs>
2: with each I thrust of the tricep
1: extension. Do you remember those trolls you used to squeeze and the eyes bulged Yeah. Out? With each thrust of the tricep extension, my balls were like sort of in, inflating and coming out of my shorts. And I was I was off with a migraine the next day from school. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. Aww. There was only balls, though. Balls yeah, are strangely always... asexual, aren't they?
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're just
1: gross. <laughs> OK, guys, um, I was not expecting size to provide so much depth
0: <laughs> oh, oh,
1: God. I've got to be honest uh, but thank you very much Ivo Jolly and thank you very much for helping us out as well Olivia thanks to, for having know, us thanks for being honest as well because a lot, a lot of ladies wouldn't have been that's it for boys don't cry this week we'll be back in seven days if you like the show please leave us a review if you don't please fuck right off and leave <laughs> me alone there's so much hate in the world; I just do not need it I'm not a confident person <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah